Okay. Hola, amigo. Hola. Oh, he first was he, he was in uh, Mexico, uh, and then he transitioned over to New Mexico, mm-hmm. which is the United States, and then now he's back in Canada. From Mexico to New Mexico to New Westminster, the Vancouver oh, suburb, in which I reside. <laughs> and I gotta say, Eric, it's not as good. I, it went from like zero 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 FF skies to like now I'm like it's like an E one E one E one sky here. It's very gray. Wow, wow, that sounds like a like designer meme on on Instagram, like one of these like UI designer meme accounts. Yeah, dude. Like, I wanna, I wanna write that in papyrus and put it over the photo of some clouds. Mm-hmm. Wow, Ty, this is off to a crazy start here. This podcast. <laughs> Do you know the typeface <laughs> lobster, Eric? Do you know the typeface lobster? Is it the like really curly one? It's like a script font. It's like if a baseball team had a baby with a toy company. That's how you make lobster. <laughs> and I'm not mm. talking about a seafood medley, baby. Mm. Baseball teams know better than to make babies. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty good at avoiding that. They're just paying their way out of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the thing with um, like professional sports money is you end up in a sp- professional sports league. You have no idea what to do with the money. You just get this like crazy influx. And you, uh, you almost always become then first generation rich. So there's mm-hmm. you don't got Poppy around to tell you like what what trust fund to put your shit in or four hundred one k right so you end up blowing it on like like in the, in the Diamond District of New York City or like I don't know mm-hmm. buy random things accidentally invented cryptocurrency scam I don't know yeah that's true if Eliante is not getting your money for the diamonds then it's uh, going straight to the abortion clinic mm-hmm. <laughs> either or yeah. Either or, wow! Both I... are kind of blood blood diamonds in a way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah. Anyways, what's up with you, Eric the Freak? <laughs> uh, well, Ty, not much is new. I spent well, we're recording this pretty late in the day. It's five p.m. here, and I just spent the last four and a half hours watching some tennis. Is mm-hmm. the uh, Roland Garo? tennis tournament in paris mm-hmm. i'll be in paris pretty soon so i thought Ooh, i'd let my wow. appetite with some uh tennis and yeah it was the longest match i've ever seen in my life i literally watched the entire thing and i can't believe tennis games can be like five hours long it doesn't make any sense to me dude i can't even stand for five hours let alone play a sport no that's wild like i ran a marathon in less than that <laughs> mm-hmm. that's some endurance man Tennis yeah. is a racket, literally. Like, I just want you to zone out watching this. Like, it's tennis for people who get high. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you're just watching it back, forth, back, forth. There, I have, like, ADD tie, <laughs> self-diagnosed. And I found myself, like, zoning out so many times until you hear the crowd just erupt. And you're just like, what mm. happened? And I was like, I'm just, like, staring at the TV the whole time. Like, I didn't look away. But I just, like, don't know what happened because I just, like, mm-hmm. zoned out. It's, like, so monotonous. It's, like, just kind of like eating a sub. It's just, like, one bite after another. You know, it's repetition. For and, sure. And, you know, if you can stay focused for that long, then that's how you excel at the sport. 
I get that. Your mind and your body begin to separate the longer you mm-hmm. watch for. Your mind's on one side of the court, your body's on the other. And as soon as that crowd erupts, they both seamlessly merge together. You're part of the action, but mm-hmm. you're blacking out. Yeah, that's true. There was one interesting moment where um, the referee, I'm not sure what the term is, but the guy who's like kind of the mean, like, I don't know, umpire, referee, I'm not sure exactly. He he denied one of the players their water bottle. Because <laughs> mm. there's like a, there's a bunch of kids running around doing everything. It's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is funny because there's like child kids. <laughs> there's like a bunch of child labor, right? There's like all these kids like chasing balls around and then like handing you like your water and stuff and like just doing all this stuff that like, it, it's basically like a, uh, like a, you know, dinner party. It's like you got the parents mm-hmm. hanging out at the table and all the kids running around like doing other mm-hmm. odd jobs. And like one of them handed one of the players his bottle and then the like the referee's like, no. Just like, he's like, no, you can't have that. Wow. Did he work, so sure. work for the TSA or something? No, I... I... <laughs> no water bottles past these nets. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? He's like, if it doesn't fit in this small bag, then it's in the garbage. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, brings me back. Brings me back to my Mexico days when I almost lost all my stop stuff. Oh yeah, still, that still was very a close triggering. One. Thanks, Ty. Uh, Dude, it's so <laughs> funny in line at the TSA. Like I've been doing a lot of flying, catching flights, not feelings this last month. And whenever I'm in mm-hmm. line at security, there's always like three people somewhere in the line, like frantically chugging a water bottle. <laughs> Just like these guys got to get their shit together, mm-hmm. you know. Like, mm-hmm. I consume all my water at home before going to the airport because I can plan mm-hmm. ahead. Exactly. Or, like, don't buy a water bottle before you, like, get past security. Like, you need mm-hmm. to get... Buy, it, like, you, buy it three you gotta... times as... Spend three times as much money on that other side. Exactly. Buy the gallon once you're, like, through security or just bring that Nalgene and, and fill it up after mm-hmm. you cross, you know? Come on now. Mm-hmm. It's 2022, guys. Um, but, Ty, that, like, garbage bag bin... Like before the lineup that everyone mm-hmm. like dumps their shit in, that thing's gotta be so nasty. Like think about how oh, bad the garbage is at Subway. It's like it doesn't even come close to that thing. <laughs> well, Subway's garbage has a lot of like homogeny to it. You're gonna mm-hmm. get some paper. You're gonna get like a few drippy droppies of sauce. A few. Ve- it's essentially the exact same things that a few minutes ago when they were in a bin were appetizing, but now they're in a bin <laughs> and they're unappetizing. But because mm-hmm. of how close it is to that bin, both physically and also, like, chemically, I guess, <laughs> like, it's the chemical yeah. makeup of the bin, it's not that disgusting. And there's there's no, like, yeah. randos in there. You're not going to get a mystery bite. Like, you're not going to pick up a piece of paper and find a dead raccoon or perhaps, like, an, <laughs> all, a used condom. Maybe you'll find a condom in there. I don't know. <laughs> you might find a sub-condom in there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. It's, like, in one hole of the other <laughs> mm-hmm. it's all it's all the same stuff that you're finding in there but yeah at the airport like the fucking jfk like water dispenser trash bag thing is filled with like mountain dew uh like some Dude, sparkling yeah. water like coffee dunkin donuts like triple triple coffee like who knows oh, what God. else is in there yeah dude that's like, the forbidden liquids. slurpee right there Mm-hmm. That's King's Cup right there. <laughs> <laughs> Truly a cursed King's Cup. <laughs> oh, no. Wow, dude. Wow. I do not want to pull the last king on that one. Slurp, Fuck slurp. No. 
Dude, yeah, Ooh. I haven't played King's Cup in... It's, it's only been a year, actually. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, just, I just don't look forward to that ever again, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Yeah, I engage in uh, royal affairs such as King's Cup annually as well. It'd be really fun to do a subway version of King's Cup where you pull cards, and every time you pull a card, you go up to the counter and add an ingredient to the sandwich, and then mm-hmm. whoever pulls the last king... Well, I Royal, you're, you're, you're down in the 12 inches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's actually a great idea. But how do we incorporate, like, drinking and just being belligerent? How do we make that mm. part of this game? <laughs> yeah, well, we have to find a way to, like, um, smuggle some alcohol past the TSA agents at the front doors of Subway. <laughs> 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 I'm sure. Sh- I'm sure it'll be easy. You just hide- get a paper cup and pour it in. They don't know the difference between rum and coke and coke. Mm-hmm. The uh, 24-hour subways have seen it all, Diane. They're not. They're no stranger to kids going in there drunk or drinking mm-hmm. and uh, causing a ruckus. Uh, dead ass, my friend. Now, I do think there's like a. There's probably, this is kind of inspiring a, like a Twitch plays, Twitch orders Subway kind of opportunity (laughs) here as well. Like group ordering is kind of a funny concept at Subway because with infinite vegetables, you could have infinite opinions (laughs) (laughs) designed by democracy. Mm -hmm. There there needs to be like a Cards Against Humanity, but like Subs Against Humanity type of game. It's like, who can make the most absurd sandwiches? (laughs) That's a brilliant merch idea for Think Fresh podcast. Absolutely, sandwiches against humanity. Actually, I like mm-hmm. subs better. But mm-hmm. yeah, like what? How many? Like, how can you ruin a sub? You know what I mean? Who who can make the most ruined sub? And like, you have to do it in real life because the person has to actually do it. Like, you can't just like mm-hmm. say like, "Oh, I'm gonna put like a thousand patties, veggie patties, on this thing." It's like, no, you have to actually get them to do it, and mm-hmm. then whoever like wins chooses somebody to eat it <laughs> wow i love this idea i think that there's uh like it's contradictory to subways i feel like they, what they're trying to do is they're trying to make it so you can their system you cannot have a bad sandwich like they're trying to like make a fail safe foolproof system so that all the fools ordering their foolish footlongs uh do not fail mm-hmm. so but I think like a truly random sandwich generator, such as like a deck of cards, may break that because they're not relying on complete randomness there. They're assuming that all humans have some level of inch tuition when they're ordering their sandwich. That's true. Um, yeah, I don't know. Their their system is like it, the the gutter. The gutters are up. You know, I mean, you can't mm-hmm. bowl a gutter at subway. Mm-hmm. It's always nothing but like, strikes, baby. Nothing but strikes, exactly. Gee. Um, and yeah, Ty. I don't know. Well, How can you make you it a bad sub? Because like last time, out. I tried to, I tried to like toast up, and that mm-hmm. didn't even work. No, it's it's an unbreakable concept. Yeah, she said you no. You the... can't you can't double toast it. So it's too. It's not going to be edible. You can't do that, dude. You got to find a bug in the subway code. That's what we're looking for here. We're hackers. We are hackers. You need a hacker mind. Hmm. Speaking of hacking, Ty, um, were you able to hack the LA 
dining scene into making you some vegetarian food or, or what oh, happened? Man. Yeah. I mean, you know, whenever you're <laughs> whining and dining, you got to like navigate the appy menu a little bit, the share plates. That's where you're going to find a lot of like the veggie things. Cause you can get like some mozzarella sticks or something like that. Um, during my time in Footlong beach this week, I did, uh, commute Strong. into the, <laughs> the the neighboring municipalities of Los Angeles County. Um, had a few good dining experiences. I had a meal at uh, the infamous Craig's where Connie and Julia Fox dined merely a month ago. Really? Have you been to Craig's before, Eric? Yeah. No, is this like a um, month ago? Is this when they were together? Or were yeah. did they like, you know, meet up again and like hash things out? No, no, this is part <laughs> of their faux dating art project. <laughs> oh, yes. Right. Public performance and, like, art cra- relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Craig's is a good place for that because it's right off Melrose and there's always paparazzi outside. When I walked by, I had to be like, oh, no photos, please. But mm-hmm. um, And it's like a place to be seen. You like, I was reading this article about like the bags of Craig's and there's always like at any given time, 100K worth of designer purses inside Craig's. Oh, wow. Is that like an Instagram account? uh i think it was like a vogue article i don't know but it was it was a good that was a fun meal i navigated the pasta and pizza options they called this american but you know they're italian or somewhere in between Mm -hmm. we're familiar with that type of dining aren't we (laughs) americans love to claim things as their own it's a new type of colonialism if you ask me Mm -hmm. yeah cultural appropriation is modern colonialism whoa holy shit you're right We got your Holy land. Shit. Now we're coming for your history. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. I'm moving into Chinatown and <laughs> thinking, you, sticking my... I'm I'm a modern Christopher Columbus, dude. Shit. Yeah, dude. Christ. Um, so who did you see there? Did you, any, any spottings? Any, uh, you know, did you... When you walked to Bay to the front door, did you just, like, shove a few people out of the way like a security guard would just to pretend that she was famous or... Like, what, what What? moves did you pull? I know you pulled some moves over there. What did you do? Well, you know, I had my walk on. <laughs> I got to have my walk on. It's the same walk mm-hmm. when I just stroll in a subway, you know? Like, you look, look around. Eyes down. Eyes down. Eyes... Like, fast pace. <laughs> Avert eye contact with everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the, that's the Kanye, like, hitting his head on a sign walk. <laughs> mm-hmm. I posted up at the bar, actually. The maitre d' couldn't find me a table. Um Despite my clout as a food fluencer, he couldn't make happens anything happen for when you're, me. Uh, happens when you're not rich, Ty, but yes, go on. Yeah, but that ended up being the best spot to be because it enabled people watching at like a more grandiose level. Like if you're at the mm. white tablecloth in the corner, you're not you're not getting many eyes, but I had eyes on everyone coming in and out. And I got to tell you, Eric, nobody there was um, important at all. And the bar in particular was filled with unimportant people because <laughs> oh, wow. people like me ended up there, you know, they get shuffled to the side. No reservation. You're in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. They said, God, just go over here and like, don't make too much noise. Okay. Just sit down and <laughs> order, order one thing and leave. Okay. Yeah. Funny enough though, even though there's no famous people there, there was a, like a friend of mine from college dining there that night too. So that was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. I didn't random. even know. But uh, that wow. wasn't even my coolest dining experience, Eric. I also went to Santa Monica uh, the night before and a Santa Monica institution called Uovo. Have you heard of it? There's a few locations now in Los Angeles. Uh, sounds familiar. It sounds like a like like wine bar where like 
old like milfs go to like get drunk with their friends and then like hit on the bartender <laughs> does, that, does that sound accurate to you it's 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 not inaccurate but uh <laughs> what attracted to me this place eric was it's like the concept of the meal it's an italian restaurant and it's very much like there's some good ideas for subway happening here they're like pioneering where subway What's should be okay you walk in the entire restaurant is a bar all around the kitchen so you're like watching the food be prepped right in front of you which is really fun mm-hmm. it's kind of like what's that omakase what's what's the japanese omakase? or like a, a hibachi bar is that what it is i don't know it's omakase yes omakase omakase sub if you will um anyways <laughs> italian place they're all making the food uh you get the chef's menu obviously but when, when you can make eye contact with the chef the whole time you want to do the chef's menu right Mm-hmm. that's just like the golden rule with the exception of being subway because you are the chef <laughs> wow every day at subway the chef's menu exactly <laughs> uh the claim to flame claim to fl- the claim <laughs> to fame of wovo eric is that to make their pasta as close to Italian, like traditional italian is then every night they okay every night they fly fresh pasta in from bologna they have a satellite restaurant in bologna that makes the pasta and then as you know like the eggs need to like and like the pasta needs to like set after it's been made dry. like the tagliatelle yeah it needs to dry so they use that time by put to put it in a like temperature controlled vessel that they then put on an airplane and then fly to los angeles so that you can eat it as soon as it's done setting so it's like as fresh Italian pasta as you can possibly get in North America because it was made just a twelve hours ago in Bologna by like Italian <laughs> hands. I I think that's a marketing scam that you are really excited about that you're you've clearly fallen for, Ty. You really think someone flew over some fucking uh, rigatoni over for you, just for you, Ty? <laughs> Hell yeah, I do. I I, I choose to believe, Eric. Do you think there's and a it was really good. Nona? <laughs> there's a dedicated <laughs> Nona somewhere in Bologna. Uh, it sounds like a lot of bologna to me, if you ask me, Ty. But whatever. Well, there's someone I will... over there drying pasta and and sending it over to Italy or to Little Italy. <laughs> <laughs> what they didn't mention was the little in front of it. <laughs> uh, now Uh-oh. that's a bunch of bologna. Ruh, ruh. That's true. <laughs> now, Eric, I I choose to believe, and I don't know if it's because I eat with my eyes or what, but. I did feel like the pasta had a higher integrity than any of which I have eaten in North America. It was very, very, very mm-hmm. nice. Perfectly al dente. Um, nice yellow tone. It's because it uses those Italian eggs, which are a richer, deeper yellow than our traditional North American eggs. And they didn't dress up the pasta too much. It really was a focus on the noodle. You got the spaghetti, the tigliatelli, the, what's it? there's it's more... Um, it's just like butter sauces and stuff. So you're really dude, celebrating the noodle. I'm so fucking horny. I mean, hungry, dude. <laughs> dude, dude, I'm looking at this photo. You got me You got me looking it up now. And it just looks simply divine. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Um, I'm getting bricked off Bologna too, my guy. Dude, I know. If I could go back to, uh, you know, 500 BC Bologna. <laughs> uh, <laughs> This, this would be the way to do it, to be honest. Um, but Ty, it looks like 
I'm just like reading this little description on Google, and it said this is a pasta bar from the Sugarfish co-owners. Are you familiar with the no restaurant way. Sugarfish? I am familiar with Sugarfish. Interesting. Oh man, everything's that's, a that's conglomerate a nowadays. <laughs> it is, yeah. Um, have you been to Sugarfish? No, I've never. I've just seen the photos of their bento box takeout. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, I think it's worth trying. I think it's vastly overrated, personally. It's like any any sushi restaurant in Vancouver is like better than Sugarfish. Mm-hmm. Like sushi like, restaurant in the whole world outside of Japan, I feel like is yeah worse than worse than a Vancouver sushi joint. Yeah, exactly. Like the cheapest, shittiest like restaurant here is god level sushi in anywhere below the four ninth parallel. <laughs> That's a fact. Um, but yeah, it's interesting though. Sugarfish was weird. <laughs> I think it's like part of this whole new restaurant concept that's like designed for your camera not for your, your mouth mm-hmm. and I would say the same thing about Wolo but their plating was uh, deviously simple like they don't even garnish they just like mm-hmm. plop the pasta straight from the pan on your plate and be like bon appetit <laughs> mm-hmm. I call that hitting the Wolo yeah dude I was hitting the Wolo all night <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh man! So I think you should take it for a rip. I mean, it's the same. I'm not actually opposed to restaurant conglomerates, Ty, because, like, I think that's just like a you're basically co-signing the quality of a restaurant by saying Mm -hmm. it's attached to this other place, because like, the best restaurants in Vancouver are all the same company. Like you got Mm -hmm. Pepino's, Savio Volpe, Mm -hmm. I think Asper Luigi. Mm-hmm. Uh, and pizza, uh, pizza Arena, and uh, what's it called on um, Abbott and and Carol? What's the Italian place? De Pepe. De Pepe. I think they're is part that of the that, same that group. I'm almost certain. They're if they're not the same, they're they know each other. You know, what I mean, they're friends. Exactly. And it's and like that's thing. like, and that's like uh, that's like the Italian mob boss of Vancouver. Basically, is whoever owns those pizza restaurants. <laughs> And like it's that's... literally the mafia of yeah. food. Yeah. Oh, and I think one of them owns St. Lawrence as well. Or no, mm. wait. No, that's I a think... different group. Different group, but I think Kisitanto and St. Lawrence are like connected in some way. They are. So yeah. like, and it's just like, it's like, you know, it's going to be good. If it's like adjacent to a place you already love and is like fire, you're like, mm-hmm. this place is going to be fire. The weird thing that throws me that is... <laughs> the one that throws me, Eric, is published on Main Street because they were just voted best restaurant in Canada and their subsidiary restaurants are like The Whip and Twin Sales Brewing. That's like a yeah, weird family. Are, but those three are like bad. Like that's like, come on, no one's going to Twin Sales. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, goes without saying. That's the point. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I guess if one's bad, they're all bad. Which is why, like, I think the... The Pepe group, it's either that one or the Savio Volpe group, they need to ditch um, Poor House because that's terrible. <laughs> one of them owns Poor House. That's got to go. We got to throw that one in the bin. Yeah. You always well, have like natural selection will have its of, way. Yeah, that's true. Wherever Think Fresh doesn't spend their hard earned US dollars mm-hmm. care of Anchor, um, that place is bound to, bound to crash. Yeah. Like Drake says, I got a few restaurants living off me. Mm-hmm, exactly so did you speaking of drake did you eat in the kitchen like you're in the mafia 
<laughs> Dude, I wasn't eating at home whatsoever. I was, uh, well, I, I well, guess the, I was the eating kitchen adjacent. Kitchen. The restaurant is the kitchen. So, yeah, I guess so. No, the kitchen in the restaurant. Like, you don't sit at the table. Like, Drake, like, you're, like, three levels down from Drake. Like, mm-hmm. you sat at the bar, right? Above that mm-hmm. is, like, the regular tablecloth table. And then mm-hmm. there's, like, the private room. And then mm-hmm. there's, like, you're sitting in the back with Chef Susser Lee. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's cooking it up on the spot for you. Like, oh, that's man, where Drake's at. When you said three levels away, I thought that was a compliment. And then I realized I'm bottom tier. But that's bottom. cool. The only thing below you, I least <laughs> got in. in the, at least I'm in the building, baby. I used to not hate from outside the club, um, which is something to be proud of, I guess. I will say, though, Eric, that in both Subway and at Uovo Pasta Bar, the whole restaurant feels like the kitchen. So in that sense, I'm fairly Drake adjacent. <laughs> well, yeah. Wow. So if you're at some kitchen, <laughs> that's pretty awesome. That's wow. pretty cool. Wow. They should just for put a couple tables you. behind the counter. It's not just for staff now. They should. I want to sit, you know, beside uh, Claire, who's making my sub that day. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like when you, you, you when you go to a mall, you go to a mall food court. And the restaurant that's in the middle, there's always one, like, island restaurant that doesn't have any walls. You can do a full 360 lap around it. And mm-hmm. The exception is a coffee shop, but if it doesn't sell coffee, then it's usually probably the most, like, the best restaurant in that food court. It's almost always the island. And I think if Subway adopted an island concept, it would improve the perception of the quality of the food. Because you get, like, a 360. Mm-hmm. There's no hiding any, like see dark secrets about the tuna if you can walk all the way around and see the food from all sides mm-hmm. i love that and then like you know any supply drops can come through like a secret elevator shaft like up the middle you know mm-hmm. I mean? much like uh drake you know rising up the, into the stage at one of his concerts mm-hmm. uh you have just like a like a big palette filled with like cold cuts <laughs> that would be so cool if they like shaped it like a pyramid too Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, food pyramid, like you're at a, like a Vegas style club. Yeah, absolutely, the food pyramid, the Illuminati pyramid, it's all kind of the same. Mm-hmm. You never see wow. any like literal interpretations of the food pyramid at like this seems like an all all inclusive idea, or even a grocery store. Like make a food pyramid out of food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, that. grocery stores, is... marketing one hundred and one. It's just a pun. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember the days when grocery stores have put a lot of effort into like arranging like the 12 packs of like like canned coke or like canned sodas into like really elaborate like walls of like designs do you remember those days mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or like they would arrange the cans in like a pyramid and then you'd just be scared to like knock your like cart into it mm-hmm. they are those a little bit days. delicate it's cool it's like uh the grocery store equivalent of pixel pushing to like mm-hmm. build one of those. They're Pepsi pushing. That's what they're doing. Pushing P. Pushing P. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. I think, bring those uh, I think it's either, you can look at it two ways, like being, having a high attention to detail or time theft. It's really just one of two options. You know what's crazy though, Eric, is you walk into any like low tier grocery store in the United States and those pyramids, those mosaics of soda pop, they still exist. They're still out there. They're just 
we're just living in the future. We're living in a post soda pop mosaic society. Because oh my god, we shop at too, we we go we we're higher we're too high end for those kinds of kitschy things. No, we grew up too fast, Ty. We, you know, <laughs> we uh, we don't go to like Safeway anymore or buy low foods. We mm-hmm. we're at we're at Whole Foods. They don't have like like uh, different President's Choice fucking canned pop at the front of the store. They have like like flower mm-hmm. arrangements or um, like organic like strawberries things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Ironically enough, it seems like the higher tier you go at grocery stores, the more colorful the cans get. Then you just have such a abundance of choice and mm-hmm. bespoke color options. Like you're getting, you're not dealing with like your default RGBs anymore. You're getting into some like gentle pinks or teals. So mm-hmm. there's the opportunity to create some really, really high fidelity mosaics if Whole Foods mm-hmm. chose to. Yeah. And beverage graphic design is like the laggards of graphic design. Like if you're mm-hmm. doing if you're in graphic design and you're doing it for canned beverages, you're like in the laggard group. <laughs> like mm-hmm. all those designs are just like from like 2010, like all the yeah, pastel they're... pinks, the like Futura font, things like that. Oh, for sure, they're like on the they're looking for their inspiration on like the 130th page of Dribble. <laughs> we'll get to the first page eventually yeah you'll hit the gold mine soon but don't turn back now <laughs> you've made it too far why is soon. why is like okay so i was i was in air one this weekend uh because that's my place to go when i'm in los angeles some people go to other i don't know some people go to sports games, but um, and I was just so impressed with like what a renaissance in food packaging we're experiencing here. Right? Like wow. every typeface is interesting and engaging. The words they're choosing to describe their food appeal to my uh, 21st century diet. Mm-hmm. So exciting. That does sound exciting. How do you like manage your emotions in a store like that? Because I remember my first time at Whole Foods, like I was just so excited about everything. I'm like, oh, I want to try these wasabi kale chips or like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like how do you fucking decide what to get because like i i stop at every 10 seconds and i see something i want mm-hmm. that is that is the return to youth that you were just describing i feel like a kid in a candy store eric the way i run down those aisles <laughs> full non-gmo tomato soups off the wall <laughs> wow <laughs> what so what'd you get did you get some like i don't know chickpea dip or something some bullshit like that <laughs> what what did i get at air one I, okay they got these really good like black truffle potato chips they cost oh, like yes. eight dollars a bag but they're worth it um so i copped a bag of those i got some airplane food in the fridge section it's called mush and mush. what mush is it's like an overnight oats brand that uh it's literally mush i opened it up and like i don't know what i was expecting <laughs> it just tasted like mush <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i love a little bit of mush do they have like uh like i'm like kind of excited to go camping again this year Ty. do they have these like bags of dried stuff that you just like add boiling water to and then you just like eat the mush that way do they have that air one <laughs> oh shit they probably do i was looking for something similar because like packaged goods are where it's at you know that's where you're gonna get the like mm-hmm. most saturated branding like mm-hmm. as beautiful as their arrangements of fresh produce look like once you get it home a cucumber still a cucumber you know mm-hmm. but you're like 
your new like tahini vinaigrette has got like mm-hmm. a way better label so you can look at it on your shelf mm-hmm. you know what Kai? two episodes ago we talked about how the canned beverage is having a renaissance i think also the like instant food renaissance is happening as well like mm-hmm. like the annies the craft dinner the instant noodles like the other day yeah. i had these uh like thai instant noodles it's thai but not you thai like thailand <laughs> mm-hmm. i get it <laughs> just so you didn't just so you know um, i get it a lot but yeah. <laughs> um but yeah i had that with just like a fried egg on top and i added my own black sesame and like cheese and sriracha and i had that and it was like this is so fucking good i just like made the same lunch right away right after i was like i just like ran it back immediately mm-hmm. <laughs> i made another mm-hmm. package of noodles with the egg on it and sriracha and sesame uh seeds and this shit fucking craft my guy and it took me all of five seconds to make nothing but hits man and i totally get that like you walk on the like instant food's happening right now like the freezer section is a club you walk in there and it's just there's so much many eye-catching things just mm-hmm Makes you want to dance. For, uh, except for Whole Foods, their freezer section is just lacking so hard. Like, there's like one pizza with meat on it. There's like there's mm-hmm. like one pizza that's not gluten free and has meat, and I get it every single time. Oh yeah, it sucks for you because you're on the wrong side of history here. <laughs> you gotta start getting the... into the the vegan cheeses, and you'll have a good time there. Yeah, wrong side of history, right side of like appreciating food. <laughs> when was the last time you ate cheese spelled with a Z? <laughs> literally <laughs> literally never um and i fucking i'm so proud of that about myself like you're you're just like looking off in the distance because you know you did something bad <laughs> you know you're sitting over there ty you think you're doing something good but in reality you're just being told what to do that's just how it is it's kind of a funny thing with like <laughs> uh consumerism of these like new plant-based foods is that like you don't really know we're, we're, we've regressed to a phase of like you don't know what's in it it's the new wave of i don't know what's in my food mm-hmm. there's like a pendulum swing there was a big moment of like that during like peak twinkie and then we like <laughs> then the rise of whole foods suggested that like maybe people only wanted things they understood and now we're in mm-hmm. this plant-based renaissance where mm-hmm. we're now no longer concerned with what's in our food again we just we yeah. just want the shit we used to have but without yeah. the cow yeah exactly now it's like oh i have this dried uh magnesium sodium chlorohydrate and that's my cheese <laughs> it's like what <laughs> <laughs> i'll put that shit on everything yeah it's like how is that like it's the same person that was complaining about not knowing what scrap what's in craft dinner mm-hmm. hypocrisy wow. of the modern diet dude yeah it's just you're being fed your news from daily hive that's why <laughs> yeah that's a good point dude, I need to get daily on hive's liberal agenda <laughs> Yeah, I should probably get back on Facebook, get some real news. Yeah, exactly. Some good old-fashioned hardworking news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the entire grocery industry is trying to greenwash us. And maybe I, I do have a little bit of respect for Subway in this sense, Eric, because Subway mm-hmm. hasn't really changed their stance on their vegetables for like no. 30 years. It, it's let, It's been lettuce ever since it was lettuce. And maybe it never was lettuce, but they're not going to try to convince us more or less that it is. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. They might have like secretly snuck in some real lettuce towards the end of that renaissance. Like, okay, we got to just like swap it out before someone catches on to us. And that could have, you know, that that's why Subway's like store numbers have just declined. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like subconsciously, we're like, something's not right here. 
because lettuce isn't like neon. Yeah, where, where's my neon lettuce? It's not getting the same. <laughs> neon guts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we all just want that neon gut, but mm-hmm. you're right. You're right. There's some something magical. Maybe has been removed from the ingredient list. Maybe they need some more sodium, hydrated carbonite, magnesium. Mm-hmm. I think it's highly plausible. So, what did you buy? Uh, what did you get? What did you get at Erewhon? Outside well, of your mush, your mushy mush. I got a mush. I got some black truffle potato chips, which broke mm-hmm. the bank. And I got uh, <laughs> uh, some gluten-free snickerdoodle cookies. They were called sneaky doodles. Oh my god! And they were of made they with were. almond flour. <laughs> oh I don't know god. what almond flour is. I don't even know how you can turn nuts into a flour. It doesn't make any sense to me. For sure, it's just dried almond that you blend it down or like grind it up. Something like that. Blend down, grind up. Yeah, something like that. That's what you took away <laughs> from my, my statement there. <laughs> Sounds like a Kendrick line. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mr. Morale and the big, big nut head. Yeah, Mr. Morale and the big footlongs. Yeah, that's right. Interesting. Ty, I learned that um, black truffle can be farmed, but white truffle can't be. It has to be wildly caught. Did you know that? Oh, no way. I didn't know yeah. that. That makes me want white truffle more. I know. I was always a big black truffle guy. <laughs> Is black truffle a con? That's a con, then, because they, they kind of <clears throat> suggest that's the more prestigious of the two truffles. I guess so, but I'm, I'm convinced that all truffle products are just, like, artificial. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you're really telling me that, like, someone's dog went into the forest to, like, find one of these mushrooms, and they cost me, like, eight dollars a bag like that's a lot mm-hmm. but there's only it's just like eight dollars mm-hmm. that, like that some, doesn't add up some old guy had to like literally climb a mountain to find it like it's kind of like when you go to subway and you're like wait 12 inches of sandwich only cost me eight dollars who's like who's losing in this arrangement you are <laughs> remember it's always new <laughs> that's true mm-hmm. that's capitalism for you uh, i am the product but I totally get what you're saying. It's like black truffles are the uh, like lab-grown diamonds of the food industry. Like they're mm-hmm. just as good as regular diamonds, but they get they're like maybe they have like a weird reputation because as soon as people find out they're farmed, then and I'm I'm a victim of this. I just did this. Perhaps once you find out they're farmed, you have like a just they put a weird taste in your mouth, quite literally. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I want my truffle with my truffle should come from a snout, not from a mm-hmm. farm. Yeah. And what does that say about you, Ty, that you wanted your, I guess, I'm just, I'm flipping it on you, but it says it about both of us. We we just want somebody else to struggle for no reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dude, that's why I'm reaching so much for like a novelty dining experience. Like I want someone to go out of their way to fly me pasta from Italy because mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just reaching for some, to feel something, Eric. Um, there's literally... I'm back on this Wovo train and um, reading up on it. The one place outside of Italy that serves fresh pasta made in Italy. This is insane. It's <laughs> insane, right? Fresh and made in Italy. Buy play and daily by our team in Bologna. Holy shit, dude! This is wild, right? I need to. I need to go here. This might be the best thing in Santa Monica. It probably is. Wow.
Well, skip the Ferris wheel. Um, Clop some fresh tagliatelle. Mm-hmm. I have several escargot spots on my list to hit up in Perry. Um, mm. So I'll keep you updated on that. I won't say much until I go because I need to give you the full download, you know? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking for a scene <laughs> report straight from La Marais. Um, I'm also looking forward to your experiences on the PJ over the Atlantic. Uh, you're flying mm-hmm. out next week, is that correct? Uh, yeah, uh, about two weeks. Less, less, just less than two, two weeks. weeks. But, okay, but yeah, okay. like a week and a half. Um, so the food you bought, you did you buy that for the plane? Because I need some ideas for uh, some airplane snackage. Mm, yeah, I did. I did buy it partially just for t- tasty notes and partially as plain food. <laughs> plain food. <laughs> it was anything but mm-hmm. plain, baby. <laughs> wow. So uh, yeah. So you need some. You need some ideas for the plane you're not just gonna like eat the pretzels or cookies pretzels or cookies (laughs) pretzels or cookies well i am flying air air france so it'll be a little uh, a little biscuit Mm, champagne and caviar croissant Mm. especially some champagne and caviar yes um yeah we'll see what they serve in the first class lounge but um or i can just hit up subway again before the flight that's always a nice icebreaker that's the way to do it. I, I think oh, like uh, what's a do's inches? <laughs> I don't do's in tweet. <laughs> I don't know how to speak French very well. <laughs> there's no I don't think there's a French word for inches over there. Um, oh yeah. They use only the metric system. Yeah, that's right. It's a thirty point four eight centimeters. That's a football. <laughs> Dude, well, I I look forward to you entering a French subway and ordering a thirty point four eight centimeter sandwich. <laughs> I'll be like, it better be the four eight too. Like, don't don't round it down to thirty. Like, I will notice. No, dude. Yeah, you're paying for every every quarter centimeter, every yeah, millimeter exactly. is yours. <laughs> wow, does that seem like well, a longer to... sandwich if it's thirty centimeters? It's way longer. I don't think <laughs> I can eat that much. <laughs> oh fuck, metric is so funny, but so is like imperial. Could charge you whatever they wanted for that thirty point four eight centimeter sandwich in um, in Europe because like there's no way you're going to be able to appropriately translate the euro to millimeter to Canadian dollar to inches like that's just way too complicated for a human. You're going to need some AI to help with that. Mm-hmm. And it's like thirty is like too many bytes for you to calculate like like uh, cost per byte. Mm-hmm. It was like yeah. inches. It's like yeah, it's closer to twelve bytes. So I can just you know divide it by twelve, and that's you know cost per byte, and that's not too bad. Yeah, that's a lot of a lot of thinking to take a bite out of. Mm-hmm. Gee, it's my head hurts just thinking about it. Thirty centimeters. That's a huge sandwich. That's a big ass sandwich. That's a huge ass sandwich. Dude, if we got two footlongs, me and you, that's sixty centimeters of, like, <laughs> of bread. Dude, three footlongs, and you're almost in a meter. Wow. Ew, that's a, that's too much sandwich. Should be incredible. Um, which subway locations did I hit up in uh, Paris, Thai? Ah, uh, that's a good question. I feel like you don't want to go to one too close to the epicenter of Paris. Like, no, none of like the single digit. <laughs> like, what what are they? The districts? They have a term for them there. Arrondissement. Yes. 
So no single digits, double digit only. So stay away from the Louvre, maybe head north. I mean, yeah. Ty, there is one, um, let's see, right across the street from the Centre de Pompidou. Mm. There's that. Hey, let's, uh, I think let's... I've walked by that one. It's right next to the McDonald's where you can get the uh, Royale with cheese. Ah, yes. Check this out. Are you seeing my screen right now? <laughs> oh, dude, dude. Okay, for the breadheads, Eric has a French subway <laughs> pulled up on Rue Saint-Martin in Paris. Um, looks great. Why does it look so understated? It's like they're using a deeper green tone. It is beautiful. It's like a dark forest green, like a Range Rover mm-hmm. green. And mm-hmm. like they have the old logo twice. Mm-hmm. And I love um, that. This looks beautiful. It looks like I'm shopping at uh, La Maison Goyard. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Uh, I really like the uh, ornate detailing on the wall panels. It feels, oh, gives it a sense of place. Ah, but, si, si, so, très, très bon. So I think you should go to this Centre de Pompidou uh, subway. That is a nice one. If you head up towards the, a... the 11th or in Dismount, then I think that might be good too. That's like a little farther out, but a bit you're getting a bit more into like hip neighborhoods. That's true. But I'm also very interested in this one that is facing the Cathedral de Notre Dame. Oh, oh yeah. shit. There's a subway like <laughs> 30 meters from Notre Dame. That's incredible. You got to go to that one. Like, like, I don't think you see my screen right now. I'm literally, it's like you sit at the bar at Subway, you're looking at it. Like, that's that's amazing. That would make a great Instagram photo for Think Fresh's Instagram account. If you're not following it, give it a follow. Eric's going to post this. Oh my God, Ty. I think this might have closed down. (laughs) (laughs) You're telling me that the heart of Paris is too expensive for Subway? Maybe. But I don't, I don't even know what sandwich this is, but looks interesting. Sub raclette. Holy shit, Eric. Okay, Eric has street brew pulled up. There's a picture on the window of the subway of a croissant. Oh my God, you can get a croissant with your you can, drink. What the hell? Dude, do you think you can make his croissant sandwiches there? Holy shit, maybe. I, oh, I, this, this requires uh, some, some research. I, I think we have to do that. That would be so bourgeoisie of Subway to offer a croissant sandwich. You got to hit that. Oh, absolutely. Um, what else we got here? We got a lot of Subway locations here. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Well, there's another one here on at the La Marais. Let's, uh, let's drag my little street view guy over. This is so fun to uh, watch Eric screen share himself walking around Paris on Street View. Oh, here we go. It's very, it's nestled in this little mall type building. No, um, skip that one. Dude, subways one that are already inside other things never are as good. You're right about that. Um, let's see. The one by Notre Dame is closest to my hotel, so that is quite promising. Uh, but let's, let's check out this one over here. Are you at the Ritz? Where are you staying? Oh, uh, you, know. <laughs> you know. I can't leak that information. Just you don't want to drop the coordinates. You don't want uh, the breadheads, or should I say panne heads? Panne, I don't know what head is. I don't know either. Where the fuck is it? Oh, man, you're going to have so much good bread. You're going to hit up the boulangeries. You're going to get a cool mm-hmm. You're going to have 
A big guit. Yeah, you're not going to be bullying in the boulangerie. No wonder Subway's so popular over here, Eric. Uh, all footlongs are basically big ads. Like, mm-hmm. remove the bread from Subway, put it somewhere else, and someone would call that a big ad. Like, mm-hmm. first pass, big ad. I love that. Oh, there's one next to the Eiffel Tower. Let's let's scope that one out real quick. Is it over here? Mm-hmm. He's lost under a bridge. Oh no, I'm lost under a bridge. <laughs> Street view is incredible until it isn't. Mm-hmm. Until you're looking for where to, you know, wreck up wreck your guts. Yeah, I'm looking for some gut-wrecking spaces. Yeah. Anyways, we don't need to, you know, we're in the we're in the weeds now. Yeah, a bit of a black hole. We got to pull ourselves mm-hmm. out of this, Eric. Pull ourselves up by our our bootstraps and uh, ship this episode. Mm-hmm. It's been a pleasure podcasting with you. Mm-hmm. Likewise, uh, Senior Senior Ty, um, I'm excited to update you guys on my travels and to hopefully pick up some organic gluten-free free-range eggs mm-hmm. i'm in la as well i'm jealous i want to go to la too mm-hmm. the crazy thing with eggs is that the word egg gets keeps getting pushed like farther and farther down the carton you keep like adding these like descriptors to it like the only mm-hmm. way you can tell it's eggs at this point is because they haven't riffed on the form factor of the egg carton itself yet thank god mm-hmm. That is unless you shop at um, Pussy Whole Foods and they have that just egg in a glass or in a jar. Oh, thing. I've seen that. Yeah. 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 Those look those look gross. Despite <laughs> its claim that it's just egg, I, for some reason, don't believe it. <laughs> There's no way because it's vegan. There's no way. It doesn't make any sense. It's, it's like, anything but egg. It's like an orange. It looks like orange juice. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're lying to your face and expect you to buy it. Like, why would I trust you? You've, you've uh, broke the ice with a lie. Mm-hmm. Wow. Crooked Whole Foods strikes again. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks, Ty. This was fun. This was fun. Uh, I feel like I'm walking away from here inspired by you, Eric. Thank you for a great episode. Thank you to the Breadheads for listening. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and give us a big old heart on Spotify and Apple Music. Mm-hmm. thank you <laughs> and thank you for your contribution to the end of this episode Eric <laughs> think fresh everybody <laughs> ciao <laughs>